0: The Injured Senior Podcast is here to help. Like it or not, the senior and elderly population is vulnerable to negligence committed by medical professionals, nursing homes, assisted living facilities, pharmaceutical and medical device companies, insurance companies, and everyday individuals and businesses. Your host, Steve Heisler, creator of the National Injured Senior Law Center, has been advocating for seniors' rights for over 30 years and is bringing you answers to your questions. This is the Injured Senior Podcast.
1: Hello to Injured Senior Nation. Hope everyone is good and enjoying springtime. This is Steve Heisler, CEO and founder of the National Injured Senior Law Center, and you are tuned in to the Injured Senior Podcast. We are brought to you by the National Injured Senior Law Center. If you've been harmed due to the negligence of a medical provider, nursing home, or slip or trip and fall injury, Call us at 410 625 4878 or go online to injuredseniorhotline.com for help. Speaking of slip or trip and fall injuries, uh, Injured Senior Nation, today's episode is going to focus on the six steps to take after a slip or trip and fall injury. So, number one, if you're injured at a convenience store, you're injured at a state fair, you're injured anywhere, which results in a slip or trip and fall injury, report the incident. That is so important. If you don't report the incident, it's like it never happened, all right? So let's start out by making sure that it's reported. Now, if you are not able to report it, Uh, say that you're lying on the floor at uh, a dollar store that you just tripped over a box and your bone is broken or your head is bleeding profusely, then you're not really going to be in a situation where you can just get up and go ahead and report it to the manager. Of course, if that's a situation and the injury is catastrophic or is significant, more likely than not, You're not going to need to report it because the staff or the personnel, the manager for the store or for the uh, establishment, the facility, they're going to come and they're going to document it themselves. However, if they ask you to go out and fill out an incident report and you're not able to even get up and you're waiting for the ambulance, you can politely decline. All right. You do not want to fill out an incident report when you are not even potentially at your best, Maybe you are going in and out of consciousness, or you're in so much pain from the broken leg or from your broken arm that you can barely concentrate and barely stop from just starting to cry. So I would tell you that you should not fill out an incident report if the pain is so bad or the trauma is so bad that it's just not even appropriate to fill it out at the scene of of the incident right after it happened. Okay. Now. You can go back to that store and fill out the incident report when you get better. And when I say get better, I don't mean three months down the road. You might forget all the details about what happened. Now, I I would think you might want to go back, say, when you get discharged from the hospital or when you you get released from the urgent care or when you're feeling a little better. If you're afraid you might forget some details, you definitely want to write them down at your house or at your apartment or your condo when you're in the safety and comfort of your home to kind of write out what happened, okay? Then you can go back and you can fill out the incident report. Now, if you are able to get up and you're hurt, but you're not hurt so badly that you can concentrate or really can't focus, you can go and you can ask for a form or paperwork to fill out. I do not recommend that you fill it out right then and there again, because I would prefer you go to your home and not really be kind of stared at by the manager or just feel like that you're not very comfortable around other people and doing this. So I would tell you, say, can I just take the paperwork with me? I'll take it home, fill it out, and I'll bring it to you. If they say no, then don't take their paperwork and you can fill out your own report and email it to the manager of the store. But either way, this is what I want you to put in the report. So you want to put what happened, such as, oh, I slipped on banana peel on the floor, or I tripped over a box as I turned the corner, or a big box fell from uh, the shelf and fell on my head. I know it sounds a little humorous that, you know, that something fell on your head from a shelf, but it happens all the time, especially in these big box stores. You also want to put in the report where it happened. So it happened in aisle five. It happened in the dairy section. You want to put down what your injuries are, and you want to put down all the injuries, even if they're minor, because if you don't put it in, then it might not be accepted as a legitimate injury because the insurance company is definitely not going to give you the benefit of the doubt. And a judge or jury, if it goes that far, might not either. So write down all the injuries, write down what time and what day it happened and any other details that you think are important. However. The less you say, the better, especially in the description of what happened. You know, you can say I slipped and fell on the floor, but you can keep that as short and sweet as possible. Just make sure the important details are in there, but you don't want to write a war and peace, injured senior nation. You don't want to write, you know, an investigative report on how it happened. So just put the important details, how you fell what it was that you've caused you to fall, and where it happened, what part of the store it happened, the injuries you sustained, and what time and day.
0: Thanks for listening to the Injured Senior Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share on Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. Connect with us at injuredseniorpodcast.com and sign up for our newsletter. To find out more or to get help at any time, Visit Injured Senior or call 855 622 6530. That's 855 622 6530.